we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring you guys around me like that. Let me tell you something, Heather. It's the only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you Hello, everyone. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host, Mariah Carey, for Hot and Bravo, part of the Buttered Pop Network. What did I say about messing with the intro? I- Hello, everyone. Matthew here, Edward. You just heard. Um, he said that. He said the Mariah Carey thing because I'm currently um, horizontal. I am <laughs> like as if as if Eddie is my shrink and I am a patient. I am currently laying flat on my couch and he is across the room in a chair. Um how are Honest, you feeling today? Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually kind of fitting because like, I, I, you know, just when I thought the Scandoval stuff was kind of calming down, Sandoval decides to be an idiot and go on How I Mendel. And, and, and yet, and, and in that moment, the anxiety uh, and the thrill of the drama comes back to me. Um, so I've been through a lot. My heart's been through a lot. Yeah. We'll get to the Scandoval and How I Mendel thing, but it was funny because we were on like multiple group chats and literally everyone in every single group chat had it on their big screen TV. Yes. Watching it. Yes. Before we get into VPR, we have to talk about a couple things outside of the show. Yes. Um, but I'm great. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm a little tired. Um, we both are, have started new jobs. Oh yeah. So we've been working a little yeah, that's busy. True. Yeah. Um, but it's nice though. It is nice. You know, I, we talked about this, you know, or, yeah, earlier this week, but like Matthew McConaughey, I was listening to him on a podcast and he was talking about how he's making a return to like film and TV because he took a break for a minute, wrote that book. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was saying like, I think all of us, whether we are, are aware of it or not, are craving a schedule, yeah. craving a clock in, clock out, craving like structure because we literally were just like floating, farting around for two years in the ether yeah. of the pandemic. So it's really nice to kind of have a little more... Um, of a schedule yeah and I've moved from corporate to service <laughs> and I love it I think I'm so much happier literally going we're in and really, doing stuff every we're day. doing we're, we're taking the French point of view of like doing what we need to do so that we can live yeah I'm gonna be making more than enough that I need and I can do all of my creative own stuff and I just it's nice to be like actually working. You know what I mean? Well, no, I, I, I think we've underestimated how useful it feels and good it feels to be just uh, active and to and be useful, using our yeah. to be using limb and brain at the same time. I probably made like Loki like 70 iced matcha lattes today. Oh, my God. Great. And I loved it. I Every single visit. one. You do have to come visit. Yeah. The drinks are really good. I make them. All right. Oh, what we nothing new on the docket, right? No, I no show, like no new shows, right? In terms of like franchises, nothing new's popping up until May. Yeah, we we have everything coming out in the next couple of months. Nothing. Well, we have that. They just announced that Dance Mom show, or it's not called Dance. Moms. Oh, it's called Dancing Queen. <laughs> Dancing Queen. Yeah, it looks like the competitive ballroom scene is what it looks like. Yeah, um, um probably won't. Watch they it. also just. I don't know if this is real, but we'll report it anyway because mm-hmm. like, well, what do we care? Um, <laughs> it's. The the legacy show. Yes. It looks like what's happening now is that they are going to do instead of maybe I think this is like a test drive, I think, because of all the contracts and all the BS. 
But it looks like they're creating an ultimate girls trip scary island. Yeah. So what they're doing is they're bringing back Luann and... Well, Luann wasn't on Scary Island, so they're bringing... Well, Luann will be there, but they're bringing back um, Alex McCord and Ramona and uh, Sonia and Kelly Ben Simone. Um, everyone but Bethany will return. Um, and Jill Zarin, of course. But yeah. she wasn't invited in the first place, remember? Um, and then we also... Uh, Dorinda's being thrown into the mix. Luann's being thrown into the mix. And... Aviva and Aviva Tinsley. Aviva and Tinsley. I mean... The Aviva thing is so crazy, like so crazy that it's gonna work. Like I, I saw I'm that and I was so like, excited "That's gonna be outrageous." It's gonna be. St- I'm. So what I heard is that it would cost them too much money to do an actual season. Well, because they're all, all their paychecks are way higher than they were ten years ago. Exactly, and because they got put off and they're coming back, they're like, "We're demanding more." So all of them are like, "We want more money," not just Jill Zarin. But Bravo was like, "We'll do a shorter show." girls trip style you get x amount because this is what everyone else is getting and they agree to it i know but i don't know if that was a smart move because like you guys got like a short term like like guys got like a short term like you know gig yeah but i took the short term gig like but i think they think it's gonna open up more opportunities well if it blows up and it's super great then maybe it will secure them the funding and the budget for a legacy show where they can get the salaries they want i gotta say i'm very excited for new york just in general i want to see the new cast i want to see the new city But that's the thing is i feel like it's losing every day we go without knowing something about it it loses its steam well jenna lyons has been on a bunch of press tours right now for her own company and she keeps bringing up housewives Okay, so, so maybe they are. Still I filming. I think it's. I think they're done filming. I think they're editing and figuring everything out because there was a lot of drama with the season because someone did leave. Right, right. So I think there is going to be. There's going to be some good there. Okay, so besides that, do we have any more? We have to talk about Scandal Yes. Okay. Before we get into, and we'll lead into VPR after this. Yeah. So f- for those of you who didn't watch or didn't see it, um, Sandoval. Nope. <sighs> Probably because it's the only person that doesn't watch the show and doesn't know what's going on, who's also sort of, um, kind of like a, I don't know, he's he's not the <laughs> the classiest dude. It, it's it also seems like his producers are Sandoval's two very good friends. Yes, so that's sort of why I think this yeah. happened. But Howie Mandel has a podcast with his daughter, and they brought Sandoval on. And uh, long story short, folks, it was. Terrible. One of the most frustrating things I've ever, ever heard in my life, ever witnessed in my life. Like, it's so it's so frustrating because Howie doesn't watch the show, hasn't watched a lick of it, and only knows about all of this secondhand from his daughter. And his daughter, even though she's an avid, she claims to be an avid follower of the show and, and fan. loves it. Yeah, she sat there most of the time and didn't chime in and fill in these horrendously horrible gaps in information that Sandoval was letting pass by. And it was like, it was like, it was, you know, it was the, it was a venue where Sandoval could say whatever he wanted without being challenged, mm-hmm. which I think his little ego needed. And how we, oh my God, how he was just like, well, you just, yeah, you seem like a great guy. He like, did, like he, what's the big fucking deal? I don't understand what the problem is. So the first thing you learn in journalism school is do your research like that. You can't have a, a decent interview without knowing the person inside and out. And you have to be able to challenge them at least a little bit on some things. I understand if there's like some things Tom couldn't or didn't want to talk about, but like 
for the most part, he talked about everything. So I would, if, Howie and his daughter had a huge opportunity to really get some Well, good. like huge chunks of information were, were left out. Like Howie, I don't think was ever made aware that Raquel was one of, at this point, like when this all blew up, Ariana was under the impression that Raquel was one of her closest friends. Yes. So none of that got brought up in this, in this conversation at all. Yeah. Um, Sandoval leaves out like it, if, but by the way Sandoval talks about it and by the way Howie like regurgitates the information it sounds like Sandoval just kissed Raquel like literally because they was, Tom talks about August talks about the first kiss talks about uh the wedding talks about um the I think the night they were first together maybe in August but then literally does not talk about the the months following briefly talks about the Schwartz thing because Howie, I guess, did watch the Watch What Happens Live that Schwartz was on. And so that got brought up. So Tom basically erased the fact that a secret affair went on for months and Tom w- uh, had millions of opportunities to end it and figure it out, and he didn't. It, yeah. Oh, my God. It was so – and, like, what what made me feel better, though, is reading all the comments – Every comment was like, wow, Howie, you're a moron. Oh, my God. Like, this is horrible interviewing. Like, what's the, like. Well, Andy came out also. Andy said, Yeah, Andy was like, it was a terrible interview. We didn't know it was happening until the week before. There's a lot of stuff that Sandoval says that we said on our one-on-one and in the reunion. But you're also going to hear Raquel and Ariana's side each individually. So that's honestly what I'm excited for is each individual one-on-one. And then they're probably going to splice them together and, like, Show who's lying and who's telling. I love and Andy's so smart, being like, "No, I want them separately." Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, a police interrogation. Exactly. It's literally going to be, Andy be like, so. Well, you know that Tom said this about you, and she'd be like, "What? What?" <laughs> just you know, it's just it's brilliant. It's so smart. And I mean, we'll get into the VPR episode, but Lala was on Watch What Happens Live this week as well with um, Gillian Jacobs, yeah. who was a huge fan. I was so impressed. I was like, "Okay, this girly can hang." Um, girly Gilly. And <laughs> Lala was saying, and and Andy and Lisa Vanderpump later on Twitter both co-signed that there is a scene between Raquel and Ariana in the finale, where I believe Ariana. I think what it is is Ariana is tells Raquel, "I feel like someone. I feel like Tom is cheating." And there's a conversation that happens, and it is supposed to be one of the most. I haven't seen Andy and Lala that spooked in such a long time. Like Andy was spooked. And I, first of all, we'll get into this more in the episode. I fucking love Lala. I know you do. I just love her so much. She's like, she's got her flaws. Don't get me wrong. And I, you know, whatever. But like, there's so much about her that I want to be like, there's so much, there's so much confidence and bravado and like just sticking to her fucking guns that I just think is so admirable. But the other thing I want to bring up before we get into the episode is um, for, uh, they've also started this new thing on Peacock where Jackson and Brittany <gasps> yes. rewatch episodes and it's sort of like a people's couch, but just Jackson and Brittany. And you also get to see the dogs and you get to see Cruz. So cute. For someone who has been fucking railing against this couple coming back and not Brittany. I love Brittany. Always love Brittany, but rallying against Jack's coming back. Let me say, highly recommend watching. We'll first watch the episode as it is, and then watch it again because it's even better with Jackson Brittany's commentary. I want them to come back. I'm ready for them to come back because Jack seems a little less like a piece of shit. He a was a little less. He was a little less. Like he's 
he's he's now like if there's like the level of garbage human that you can be and still be on the show like Ramona surpassed that level so that's why she left Dorinda surpassed you know when you yeah. reach a level of garbage that you can't you need to take a break be put on pause Jax is now below the threshold slightly mm-hmm. again because like he was really advocating for Katie really advocating for um, Ariana Ariana totally throwing Schwartz and Sandoval like under the bus where they belong um, he has a kid he and James are like <laughs> friends. friends and one yeah I mean and I gotta say that that kid is adorable. Okay, I think all of the Vanderpump kids are so cute. But they're all, I mean, beautiful people make beautiful children. Sometimes. That is true. Well, no, I, I actually find that false because I honestly feel like pretty people make the ugliest children. That's it's uh, like, yeah, no, that's true. Because they, the, the the good genes don't always make. You gotta oh. have a little ugly in there. <laughs> gotta have a little character. Um. So yeah, highly recommend watching that. Uh, I know there's a lot of VPR content right now, but it's it's good. Okay, now getting into the actual episode. Oh, um, this see now we're getting because again I I've been wanting to see like I've been wanting to see an episode where like Raquel and Sandoval's like just deviousness is on full display, and I think we're finally here. Yeah, like knowing now that Sandoval and Raquel definitely kissed before the wedding, and that they slept together at the wedding. That they had a one night stand at the oh, wedding. Oh, so that was so I was right. It was at the wedding. Yes. Okay. And so, and one more thing on this. Sheena's dress designers are now doing the podcast circuit saying, We thought it was Tom Schwartz, because we always get the Schwartz and Sandoval mix ups. We were telling everyone Tom Schwartz and Raquel were sleep, like we caught them making out in a stairway or something during the wedding. But it was actually Sandoval and Raquel. See, that's the thing. So now knowing all of this, like Raquel, like it's it's psychotic. It, it, it is crazy Kristen, like, but, like, even worse. No, this is, this is, even, like, Kristen was, like, lying only when she was asked. Because yes. when people confronted her, she would evade because she didn't want to get caught. Yes. Raquel is, like, creating stories and scenarios. And, okay, someone brought this up online, and I, I want to see if, if you think this as well, there's a scene where they're all at the dinner uh-huh. and James is like, so Raquel, you're just making out with everyone now. Like all of the friends you hung that. out with Peter, you made out with uh, Schwartz, anyone else? I mean, yeah. Did he know? I don't know. He didn't, but like maybe he had an idea. No, maybe, but I also think part of him, because like Lala said that she started to think something was up in August. Yeah. And those two are thick as thieves. So I wonder if maybe he threw it out there just to see if she would twitch. Mm. And I also think he was just wanting to be a dick and kind of just be whatever. But also, let us not forget, and I'm glad we're kind of circling back to the storyline next week, but, like, she's also messing with Garcelle's son. Mm-hmm. So she's clearly just, she is trying to stay relevant and stay on the show. Yeah. I think, because, like, Lala said something on Watch What Happens Live. She thought that, she thought Raquel was really in love with Sandoval, but Sandoval wasn't. I actually think it was the opposite. I think Sandoval yeah. really started to fall in love with this young, hot thing. And she, I think she is just trying, whether or not she is aware of it or not, I think she's just like, how do I stay relevant, get more followers, become famous? I think she is that kind of girl that just wants to be that L.A. girl. No. you And watching old episodes with her oh coming my god in. I, I terrible makeup by the way by the way i am still rewatching old episodes like Matt, once we get once i catch months. up I, yeah, I know no 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 has not it's been four 
I started doing this in January, dude. <laughs> Remember, I started rewatching VPR obsessively before the scandal all hit. Yeah, actually, okay. Remember, because I said it was woman's intuition that I knew this was going to happen, and that's yeah. why I started watching them early. But that's what I'm saying is like, newsflash kids, I'm so obsessively rewatching. I'm just putting it on when I work. Um, it's, it is, it is, that is exactly what it is. And, and that's the thing is I, I think that James is also slowly putting that together in real time on the show. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh, I was in, I really love this girl. Like, yeah, I was a, I was not a good partner, but like, I love this girl. And like, I don't know. I don't know if she really loved me. It seems like she just wanted to be in the group. And now I'm sure he's probably dead certain of that. <laughs> um, I, and I hate to say it. I think I'm starting to like Allie. I think she's sweet. Well, I think she's... I'm, I'm starting to just feel really bad for her because yeah. like she, and again, I think she's a less, I, okay. I don't think her motives are as diabolical, but like I do She also, has the same plan. As Raquel. 100%. As anybody. Yes. And, but I think she literally, it's fun kind of watching her go, oh shit. I've been off way more than I can yes, do with this exactly. dude. He, I, yes, he's my ticket in, but like. I don't know. And like, how much longer do I need to put up with this? I just don't see her. Like I could see, actually I could see her and Peter kind of like, I no. think she has, she's too snobbish. Um, but I think like, I just don't see her surviving without him, without James. Like, cause she just really doesn't have a personality beyond. Wouldn't it be great if she got with Schwartz? <laughs> I'm kidding. That, actually, would that would be funny. But let's also, again, I'm, I'm getting all conspiracy theory. So rewatching the episode while Jackson Brady were watching it. And the whistles and the cheering went on, and ja- and you see Brock, you uh, you can see Brock actually in the like, in the pool, yeah, with his phone out. Yeah. Part of me, because of the way that Sandoval got so fucking like, like he looked, like he was like feeding on coke when like, he's sitting with Ariana and Sheena and Raquel, and he's like Raquel, Raquel, you made up with you made up with Schwartz, you made up with Schwartz. Like it's very like I want to deflect and put the focus on them because then we can like Do continue our, our affair. Part of me thought he may have been the one that like cheered and, and brought attention to them hooking up in the first place. Like, mm. cause there's a random like guy cheering. I don't know. I just think it's kind of shady. Um, I felt really bad for Katie. My I heart felt broke for her. so bad for Katie and Schwartz was wasted coming back. And first of all, eating the shrimp, the moment he picked up that shrimp, and put it in his mouth, I'd be like, okay, where's my money, bitch? You don't just steal my, not shrimp, sorry, sushi. But you know that sushi was probably really fucking expensive at a resort in Mexico? They're in an all-inclusive resort. That's why they keep going to these same restaurants. Oh, understood. That's why they have to go off-site to go to food. Got it, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. Well, to go back to the beginning a little bit, it's like, first of all, I love Lala, like, full-on just not showing up to events and then being like, oh, no, 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 but I need you to tell me all the information about this kiss between Schwartz and Raquel. Girl, love you. But... It's just such a slap in the face and it's so embarrassing. And again, like we keep bringing this up, but Katie wouldn't be so angry. And if y'all wouldn't just stop being shitty. Yeah. It's not unwarranted. Like, yeah, you, you know, when, you know, season four or five, when Kate, but right before Katie and Schwartz got married, she was like, oh, you know, a monster and whatever, which yeah. I still attribute a lot of that to Schwartz. But that, this is not that she's getting her ass kicked. And no one gives a shit. And I hate like, you. I hate you. I hate you. I know. I love the the texts are so uh, good. It's I always loved seeing Katie's uh, rage text because I used to be a rage texter. Tequila Eddie was not far off from Tequila Katie. Uh huh. You know, I had I had a a relationship that I was not secure in. Yep. And that's fair. when the tequila would go, and I was like, "Where are you?" 
Yeah, the that's rage fair. Stassi would, would do that too. Remember? Yeah, I think yeah. mine. I think mine were more Stassi than Katie. Yeah, I, I would agree. But that's <laughs> the thing is, I just, I, ugh, I, you know, I'm glad that she got to sit there though and tell him off. You know, same. And got to really just say her piece and he's just as we know just gonna keep looking like a fucking moron because she's the one on the right side of history here exactly um but yeah in just the creepiness of the of the sandoval and raquel of it all and just seeing ariana being like it's just so sad to see her in the middle of it and not know it yeah and you know I just thought it was, well, yeah. And that's the thing is I hope that Sheena, because Sheena was, you know, getting upset with Lala about how, you know, she wasn't attending events and it's supposed to be about whatever. But if I were her, I would be pissed at Raquel for making it about her and Schwartz making out. Yeah. Like no one gives a shit if Lala is there or not there. And Lala is showing up to like at least one or two events. <laughs> I liked Lala saying, you know, it's your wedding weekend, but not everyone is just here cares about your wedding. I know. It's like, <laughs> but like it is her wedding weekend. So like you need to chill. You yeah. Need to you chill need a little to be. bit, Lala. Come on. But I thought the wedding was beautiful. That was so lovely. And I love that she like, I lo- also they've been married for a whole year. I love that too because it is it's her being like this is just we already are married we and just like, want to have yeah, the party. Yeah, and, and, and that's the I thing. kind of love that because it was because her wedding to Shay and her marriage to Shay was the exact opposite. It's like oh, I definitely shouldn't be marrying this dude, but I want the wedding and on TV so bad, you know. And it was so beautiful. It looked gorgeous. She looked gorgeous. Like, and she didn't let anything bother her. Yeah. It was really nice to see. Um, and. Lala says on Watch What Happens Live that her and Katie, that Sheena and Katie are like slowly coming back together. But I also, do we even know, oh, is this, so were they fine up until this thing with Raquel? Who? Katie, or Sheena and Katie. Um, I think they were okay. I think they were, like, they, but Sheena it, and Katie have never been best friends. We know this. No, they've tried and they failed. It's but, always been a contentious relationship. But I guess Sheena kind of was favoring Schwartz a little more at the beginning of this, and so it's probably... Because Schwartz has had Sheena's back a hundred times more than Katie has, so I completely get it. But I, I also do like, and I think, did they bring this up on Watch Happens Live? How Lala's really working to get uh, Sheena and Katie... Yes. To oh, be yeah. Friends. No, I just, oh, yeah, just, said, I just that, yeah. said that. And I'm glad to hear that, because, like, I think that... I think that that group is, especially the girls, are stronger when they're all like a tight little unit. Yeah, there's a there's like for the MTV movie movie and TV awards, which it used to just be the MTV movie awards, but now it's TV movie awards, whatever. Um, <laughs> they're up for like best reality team or whatever. It's like it's Ariana, Lala. And oh, Katie. they're all gonna win. Oh, 100%. they're gonna hundred percent win. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like circling back to Raquel a little bit, I also just thought it was so gross, like all of these interviews and, and confessionals she did feigning disappointment about Schwartz, like being into it one second and being not into it the next. It's like at every turn, she's being so cringy. And then yeah. the conversation she has with Lala at the end of the episode and sticks her tongue out at her. It's like, how old are you? I just, I don't get it. You know, my sister and Raquel graduated the same year, the same class, everything. I took photos of Raquel walking down the stage. My sister would never do that. Never, ever. Allie <laughs> is a good girl. She is, you know, teaching special needs kids up in Northern California. She's doing the Lord's. She's doing what Raquel wants to be doing. Yeah, exactly, Raquel. <laughs> like, Raquel was supposed my to be. My sister's walking the walk. No, really, though. Raquel was supposed to, like, go back to school and, like, do that. And she instead is, like, ruining people's lives. <laughs> That's actually so funny. I didn't realize that, like, my sister's literally doing what no, Raquel true. said she was going to do. No, it's true. Maybe she should talk to her. Um, 
loved seeing Summer Moon walk down the aisle. That was adorable. I um, love that kid. James I think that looks, kid is so cute. You, you pointed this out. James did look good. James was looking good. I think James looks so good. And I'm glad that he didn't get angry. I mean, he did. He was he was angry, but I'm glad he didn't like lose his shit at Schwartz and just like calmly sat there and said like I'm not gonna freak out at you even though I should. But like you're being just like don't. I was really proud to, of him don't that pretend moment. to be a cool upstanding guy and don't pretend that you don't know what I'm talking about when I talk about you and Raquel making out. Like it's he's like I don't remember that I thought that was a dream. It's so gross how like this whole thing is a study in 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 how men cannot grow up sometimes. Like it's yeah. just oh god. Anything else for VPR? Um, I, I don't think so. It. I think that I think that's it. Uh, people online, and I know you're gonna probably not be on their side, but people are really upset that next week it's Sheena and Michael Rapaport when they're like, "Where's Charlie? Charlie has a big scene in next episode where she calls out Raquel for making out with Schwartz, and she gives her like a talking to at a picnic." Yeah, yeah, I don't care. I like <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> okay, should we move on to the other party kids at the town, and that is Summer House. Yeah. Um. I, I, again, like it's not nothing's really happening. I heard another podcast have the same plan as us, where it's like, give us the New York show, like Housewife style, with the three couples, because it's and sound, bring in because new like people. they literally all the shit that like they're talking about <laughs> happens off camera. No, really, all the shit they're like that's really happening to them is happening. They just Monday through Friday on the weekend. Literally, yeah. And then they come and they go, let's discuss the events of the week, kids. Like, it's so stupid. Um, like, <laughs> I mean, I did love... It was this week that Paige and Craig had that conversation, right? And Paige yes. cried? Okay, good. Um, that was really sweet. And this thing is, I think that they're fine. I think it's just like they're in that... They're at that scary stage where they're moving forward and their things are happening. Yeah. And it's just... And I do think... I really do think that Craig is going to move to New York. I think so, too. I Well... There was something where he was like, there was like sewing up north, and he did a collaboration with Paige for his sewing thing. I think he's gonna go to New York. I think he would do really well in New York. He's friends with Corey. I do. I'm sorry. I do not like Corey. I think he's a tool, and it's so he's perfect for Sam. Yes, I was gonna say Sam and him are perfect. They for are each literally other. both like trash, annoying human beings. So it's like <laughs> literally they could not be more perfect. Their for car each other. ride, like all their interactions, they are like it's two dopes. Exactly. It's, they they fit just just uh, right. It's wild to me. Uh, and I like Sierra girl, you could do so much so better, much better. And that's the thing is she's eventually going to realize it. It just, she has to get over this, like this fuck boy face. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? She, the quality of man that she deserves is much higher. Exactly. And she's like, it's yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what I say? My new, my new joke in stand up is like the more muscles a man has, the more I don't trust them. <laughs> no, it's so true. And I love, um, I love seeing Kyle and Amanda happy and celebrating Kyle and, I'd laugh so hard and he's like, I want everyone to see my little wiener. And but he I, had that little <laughs> freaking I thing. know. But I hope, though, that he, I hope that he cuts the mullet now that he reached his 40th. Probably not, though. This um, was the first time where I was like, I don't know if I like the mullet. I don't like it at all. Um, But I love that he and Amanda are in this place and she loves him so much. And I, I love a good hoedown. I would, I, I want to go to, I want to go to these summer house parties. I need to find a way. That is my plan this next year. Um, when I'm traversing the city next year, doing my thing by next summer, I think I, I could be on Summer House. I'm in my early 30s. <laughs> I'm the same age as Paige. If I just become friends with Paige, I'd get on the show. 
Um, me. This they're gonna like play this back. Bravo's gonna be like, never. Do we have anything else? like really? Okay. Well, I guess the well, Paige the Danielle and, and Danielle and Lindsay. Danielle and Lindsay thing. I mean, uh, I I get a hundred percent where Danielle's coming from. I oh, me think too. I am Team Danielle. I think Lindsay and Carl are so wrapped up in their own whatever. Yeah, they've left her to the curb. She's really struggling with Robert, uh-huh. and all Lindsay can talk about is this whatever's the, their future mm-hmm. like at this point craig hasn't even proposed yet that's gonna come like in next episode i think or in like a couple episodes um so i mean um carl sorry yeah what did i say oh uh, he said craig oh um carl yeah no that's coming i think next yeah because like, like, he talked about it yeah because he talks about it with kyle uh but yeah i just i feel like they're one of these like reality couples that goes too hard in and it's just gonna it's almost it's giving me Jackson to Brittany. It's giving me Heidi and Spencer. It's giving me you know what I mean? Like yeah, these I don't reality know. and I just don't see I don't know. I, I'm I gotta keep an eye on this one because I just don't see it, it I don't see it flourishing. I've I've met them both <laughs> personally. I've interviewed them both in person. They were lovely. Lindsay was so nice and kind when I met her. Literally, bef- like before season one even. I know, aired. but that was how many years ago? I know. So it makes me sad to like think that she's completely changed who she is. Yeah. Also, I we I think I did. I think it is on tape. I need to ask. All right, I think we cut it out, but I did bring up because Lindsay and Carl back when I interviewed him in two thousand and nineteen. They did like a car thing together, like a car like ad or show? like a thing. <laughs> I don't know. And I was, and everyone was like, I think I asked him, I was like, do you guys think you could date? And I think he said something like, oh, she's like my sister. I could never. And I was like, people don't fuck their sisters. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do. And it's just not good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not a good thing. Um, Yeah. We're gonna have to keep an eye out. Yeah. We'll see. But yeah, I mean, Summer House, it's, it is a lot. It's again, I like these people, so I don't yeah. mind watching it, but like it's, it's a, it's a play with not a lot of plot. Exactly. So, with that in mind, let's just move on then to Jersey. Mm, the ladies are going to Ireland. They are going to Ireland. Um, love this trip so far. Uh, <laughs> before the trip, um, it's just so funny that Jen is getting so much shit for um, the th- well at the t- at the time. It's a theory that she called the the coffee reader ahead of time and gave yeah. her some information, whatever. I just, it's so funny to me that she just gets caught red-handed for just, like, I love just the whole, like, analogy of, like, you called and interviewed, like, you can't tamper with witnesses if you're on the jury. Um, It was just so funny. Uh, I I just love it. I love these ladies. Um, I love the castles that are in the blang um, castle is what I call it because I couldn't pronounce whatever it no, is. No, I'm oh thank God. Are you thrilled they have subtitles for our, when all the Irish people speak? Because you would not be able to understand a word. I need subtitles when everyone speaks on any show. I know it's terrible. I, but yeah, this castle or this estate they're in is uh, castle. This estate they're in is gorgeous. All I the love, rooms are cute. I, all the rooms are cute. I love the vibe. I want to have like dinner. I want to have like a sitting breakfast and a sitting dinner and a sitting lunch at like a big grand table <laughs> in like a castle. I mean, I or estate. I mean. You had me sit through how many? I mean, I sit through. I loved every minute of it of Downton Abbey. Yes, yes, yes. And just have watching a Downton that Abbey moment. I want to have a Downton Abbey moment. Yeah, a hundred percent. Oh my god, that would be too fun. Well, and I love that they are all for the most part. You know, they get into it about the the, the coffee reader and stuff like that. But they manage to keep it. They're cool so far on mm-hmm. this trip. Even like when they sit down and 
you know, um, things get brought up about the bridesmaids thing again. You know, Melissa and Teresa, I was pretty impressed they were able to kind of like keep it. And Melissa's just saying, they're like, I'm trying not to fight. I'm trying not to fight. I'm trying not to fight. And I don't know. I, I'm still on Melissa's side. I feel like she, yeah. I feel like she's doing the best she can. I don't think, you know, at the beginning of the episode when Jen was saying that, you know, she felt like Melissa was, you know, slapping away the olive branch extended to her. It's like, no, that's not like, again, it's sort of like the Katie thing. Like, Melissa didn't start this shit, but she's not going to, you know, she's not a weak woman. She's not going to, you know, grow, like let Teresa insult her and then like go, okay, well fine. I'll be a bridesmaid. You know what I mean? Like I get where Teresa, I get where Melissa's coming from. She can be cordial and be civil and not have any fights, but also not let Teresa disrespect her. Yeah. So I don't know. I loved the limericks. That was so funny. Maybe I should. I want to try one right now. I'm going to try to do a. Oh, on for the, the love cup. of God, I knew you were going to do this. Okay. There, there once was a boy named Matthew. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he never owned a cat. Few. No, better. Because he had allergies, he would never pet catities because he would always say, achoo. <laughs> so bad i don't it's know so bad there was no i had no i had nowhere to go i couldn't think of it it was n- i'm not off the cuff i need to have my writing class because <laughs> it's like da, a da, 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 da. What, yeah whether the weather be cold or whether the weather be hot it has to rhyme whether we like it or not yeah i loved the food one i loved i loved uh had that jennifer lesler did it on the spot jennifer fessler jennifer lesler you are jennifer fessler like i'm gonna throw her into like you know the 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 um, Shannon Bedore. Oh my Who's God, that I chick for- from Atlanta <sighs> that you are? Tanya. <laughs> Tanya. Yeah, Tanya. Yeah, I'm gonna throw your your Jennifer Fessler. Yeah, you're Jennifer Fessler. Catch me on Ozempic. No, I don't need that shit. No, just like showing up hot and like down, you know, but not <laughs> sloppy. Just full of energy. Thank you. Full of energy and like ready to hang. Love um, that. Appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. So. What else happened on the... Oh, well, I guess... The rumor. The rumor. That's the biggest thing. And we don't know what the rumor is yet exactly. No, we do. Well, we so know... We know that... Okay, so Marge's messy friend with an L, Laura, Laura. she apparently told Jennifer and Teresa... I don't know. Did she say she saw this with her own eyes or she someone told her? No, Margaret told her. Oh, yes. Laura said that Margaret told her that someone saw Melissa Lisa. and some random dude making out in someone's car. And I guess Teresa believes it, believes it. And that's why there's still this like rift between like. So, again, proves my thing that Teresa just wants any reason to hate Melissa. Yeah. Because doesn't like. Automatically assumes it's true. Like, it's just insane. And then Jennifer is just so messy. It's like, you know, that this is gonna, you know, what you're doing. You know that, and I bet, honestly, like, it's, it feels one of those things where Melissa or where Teresa has put Jennifer up to this. I, I think so. I think Danielle's the new girl. Yeah. So let's get her hands dirty. And Teresa can't be spreading this rumor about. No, her sister-in-law. No, of course not. So she needs her minion. She needs Kim D. Yeah. She needs just like the stripper thing. She, you know. It's it's pretty. It's, I, I don't know if I believe the allegations. I mean. I don't. Me, me having a little oh bit of. Oh my God. I'm sorry. But Melissa and Joe, whether they would want to or not, I think for many years now, they 
have many parts of their lives on lock. Yeah, because they know the messy world they're in. Well, did you see that they're literally updating their house because people have been making fun of it online so much that they're literally getting their entire. They changed the chandeliers. They changed. They're changing the front facade of the oh building. They're changing God. the windows. Well, because it's they're like, who made this? A, a four year old on Sims, like literally. <laughs> and Joe Gorga is has a construction company. That's true. It looks bad if people are like, like that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and Melissa's supposed to be some like fashionista interior designer. Please, with those. Yeah. What was it called? They called them the Death Eater chandeliers. Oh my God, hundred percent. Yeah, it's. You know, the the Teresa and Melissa issue is going to blow over or not blow over. Sorry, boil over at this on this trip. Um, I'm nervous about that. But again, it's like. I just I don't see. Uh, but on a, do we think this is I mean, this is probably the reason why Melissa doesn't go to the wedding. Uh, well, no, it's when she says there's the, the thing that's going to be brought up about Antonia. Oh, about, are the kids still close? And then she probably, brings up Antonia. That's probably another part of it too. Yeah, I think it's I. I think that's gonna be what the lights the fuse yeah. is gonna be talking about the kids because you don't talk about the children. And for Teresa to bring up Antonia, that's is up. bad. Yeah, because you know Melissa. Had, Melissa goes out of her way to make sure that each of those kids feel like they're welcome because she never sees them. Absolutely. I mean, this is what we see. But on that's TV. what I'm saying is like they need to get off the show if for no other reason than for the kids to be able to still be have a relationship, have a relationship and for the adults to have kids with the other kids. You know what I mean? For the adults to have kids with the kids. Yeah. Sorry. For the adults to have relationships with the kids. Yeah. Not I, for the adults to have kids with the kids. No, that's I, I, <laughs> I know what you're trying to say. And I was like, are you going to get there? Woo. Um, but yeah, that's that needs to be done. That's why they need to leave the show more than anything. And again, the women, the other women are showing us that they don't need Gorgas or Judy J's. They just no, don't. they're, they're good. They're good. The time has come. Blood. And I like, yeah, I'm, I'm liking the new ladies and I love, you know, I, Jen and Margaret are great. You, they could literally be the two foils yeah, and let's just do take that. It on. Um, I am nervous to see next week, Jackie in the club at the bar, oh at the pub. God. Uh, okay. Also, we need to talk about when Teresa's like, well, has that full on white tutu outfit and she's FaceTiming Louie and he's like, oh, that's so, that's so pretty. Where are you going? She goes, the pub. And I'm like, in that? Well, and we didn't get it because like everyone else was dressed in green, like Irish garb. And then she, but then finally when she came downstairs, like, oh, she's the bride. bride. She looks like Sailor Moon, Glinda. We get it. Like I, not what I would do, but it's Teresa. She's trash. Like whatever. Yeah. Um, all right. Should we move on to the finale, uh, Ultimate Girls Trip? Yeah, let's Great. do it. Um, so I think it's good that Leah. Um, I mean, no, I don't think it's good that she got sick. I think it's good that Leah got removed from the trip. Yes, and got you know. Uh, I agree that like I don't think she had any malintent, but like Whitney said it perfectly. Like the the constant like complaining, the constant like state of uh, irritation is not conducive to having a happy go lucky get to know the girls trip. So yeah, and honestly, Leah's been like that the entire time she's been on reality TV, been on Bravo. So I just don't think it's for her. And I think the proof is in the pudding. Like I did feel bad for her when Portia was coming for her at the beginning of the episode. However, when she wasn't there. Granted, they did, went to a peaceful temple, so that helped too. But like when she wasn't there, the group really thrived. I hate to say it. I 
I loved the little temple moment where they all had to like take out. They had to randomly choose whatever number letter, and it he would uh Pepsi would read it. Yeah, it was like a fortune, and everyone has good ones except for Giselle <laughs> and, Portia. and Portia. Giselle's is like you will only date a man that is broke. Like you will never have a man with money. And I literally was like, Jason from Summerhouse. Right. And then Portia's going to get beat up by a lesbian. Yeah. Or Portia's going to have trouble with a lesbian. Everyone's like, but what? I love that spiritual. That? O- I love the spiritual offering they did. And I, uh, at the altar and, um, you know, it was so nice to see them kind of, it, it was funny. Like even before the trip, like, out of the whole Leah and Portia messiness of like, I don't like you, you don't like me. It kind of spilled over into this conversation about what we do like and what we don't like. And it gave Heather an opportunity to like stand up to Giselle mm-hmm. and like stand on her own two feet. And she did. And it was like a nice moment for Whitney to remember why she was friends with Heather. I don't know. It just, it was nice. I liked the, the Marisol dinner went off without a hitch. I love, I love Marisol's stiff cockies. I think that's so funny. I wanted to try one. Um, especially with the chili inside, I bet it's, it burns your like lips. Like, Ooh, you know what yeah. I, yeah. And I loved that, her. I love the homage to mama Elsa. I always, it always breaks my heart because every, I mean, I loved mama Elsa. Everyone well, loved and mama Elsa. I think a bit, I think her whole world was her mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I think having that dinner go off so well and having everyone kind of like warm up to each other and have such a good time was just exactly what they needed yeah. at this point in the trip, especially with like, you know, the N.E.R. Yeah. <laughs> the missing Casa Azul is. Yes. And I just love uh, it was nice to see. He- Again, I said it already, but it was nice to see Heather and Whitney get along, kind of reconnect and see Heather not be the fake girl that wants just everyone to like her. And I'm glad that she said that out loud. Like, it's good to uh, finally hear some acknowledgement from her. Totally. Um, What did you think about Pepsi's little speech at the beginning? when he was talking to the ladies about how they were disrespecting him in the house. Okay. So totally fair for him to be like, Hey ladies, like I'm not used to this craziness. I'm not used to real housewives. Like you guys got to pull it back. But I do think that Pepsi has some theatrical ambitions. And I think that he was testing out some material for the ladies. I think there was a little bit of, of, uh, of there was some flourish in his speech. My heart. It all comes yeah, from my it's, heart. It's, he's, 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 he's seeing what they're delivering and goes, Oh, I need to, I need to step my game up, you know? Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a little ridiculous, but whatever. It's fine. He's, I, we don't yeah. need Pepsi. We need Coker Sprite. I thought that was <laughs> funny. Um, I also loved the end when Candace and Whitney smoked the J finally <gasps> loved. And loved, they're loved. like, what day is it? Wednesday? It's Sunday. And then Whitney goes, get some food. Falls into the pool like this is this is peak housewives. I love when these young fun ones can have can cut a rug. Yeah, and it was nice to see Giselle get called out by Heather. I already said that, but I just liked and Heather having or Giselle kind of having to like kind of have a response and kind of defend herself. It was nice for Heather to put Giselle on her toes. I don't think Giselle was expecting that at all. Um, I didn't like the how Portia was being with Leah at the beginning, but that quickly went away and. I don't know. I just love this group. It's a good group. This is it's a good group. And I honestly iteration. do like Candace and Leah's friendship. I love Candace. I feel like if those two did like a separate thing together, I think but I would. I, yeah, again, I think it's, I think if Lee, if Tinsley had come instead of Leah, I think. It would have been different. Yeah. Or like, I don't know. I think if they, if, if once Tinsley. Well, it would have been Tinsley instead of Portia. No, I know. But what, I, I'm just, I threw up another, another name out there. But like, or if, if Tinsley couldn't come, I wish they would have replaced her with a. 
another New York housewife. Oh, no, no, no. I'm so sorry. If Tinsley couldn't come, I wish they would have scrapped Leah all together and then just brought Portia and an Atlanta girl. Yeah, I could have seen that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I just don't think Leah would have worked well with anyone else but Tinsley. Yeah, she needed Tinsley. And Tinsley needed But um, her. I think we have one or two more episodes because they only have two days left on the trip. So yeah. I, think we only have one, uh, like, I think we have one more episode left. But it's been a great uh, little miniseries, you know? I know, and I'm so excited for VPR to finish and the finale and the reunions, and I'm going to watch Secrets Revealed. I'm going to watch everything I can. And, the again, the whole Jackson, Jackson Brittany. Brittany thing, like, highly Check recommend. it out, y'all. If I'm saying that, it's pretty good, you know? Yeah, um, don't watch the... And also in the Sandoval interview, he shaved his mustache, which, honestly, thank God, because... I think he's trying to look less like a villain. Oh, so you're saying I look like a villain. No, but like Kidding. he did. He, <laughs> he looked did. like a Disney villain. I my Honestly, my hair is so long right now and I have a mustache and like sometimes it's like, well, tonight will be the night, you know, we'll pop you. I have the emo hair come down. I look like Sandoval a little bit sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No? Interesting. Um, well, thank you for this uh, therapy session. Um, it's been great. How much do I yeah, owe you? <laughs> a million dollars. One million dollars. Um, so, y'all, go to Instagram. Follow us. Hot and Bravo to H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. And subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to us. Whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And um, keep your eyes and ears peeled for more Scandal. Bye. We'll see you next week. Adios. <laughs>